up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, my name's Derek, and welcome to the Plus Platoon. We are a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed, and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in, as always, my girl, Kate. Kate, how you doing this evening? <laughs> oh, I am so good. I am really, really excited for this episode because there is one specific thing I am so pumped to talk about. Awesome. Next, we have the birthday boy, Peter. Pete, how you doing? Oh, and, you're muted. Oh. Try Pete, that again. Try, try that again. again. Pete, you're still muted. <laughs> Birthday boy's not allowed to talk today. Yeah, apparently not. I might as well just drop him. We're just going to puppeteer. He's just going to move his mouth and I'm going to speak for him. Go ahead, Pete. You should be unmuted now. I'm I'm unmuted now. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't realize I was muted. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Thank you. Happy. Thank you for the birthday wishes. I appreciate that from everybody. Very welcome. Next, we've got the soon-to-be college graduate, Rebecca. Rebecca. Oh, Gosh, so amazing. So excited to be here. Yes, my graduation is on Friday. I'm so ready to do this. (laughs) Congratulations. And we have this week our full platoon. So we've got Sam. Sam, how's it going this evening? It's going good. Hello to Neronis. I am very happy to be here with you all and happy that Derek and Pete are back. So it's no longer ladies night. Yeah, still the, boys back in town. the boys are back in town. That's right. But we still outnumber the boys three to two and a little That's bit okay. later. We can take that. Well, but we've got Steve with us and we've got Ryan with us, both saying happy birthday to Pete. So Yay, the numbers are evening out a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Eight. As we always do, we've got some Disney Plus news. What have we got this week? We do have Disney Plus news. Oh, wait, am I muted? No, I'm good. No, okay. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) Um, What's up, everybody? It's the Disney Plus news. First of all, um, an upcoming series of Star Wars called The Acolyte, uh, which explores the dark side of the Force, is in talks with, oh, no. Is it Amandala? Amanda? Amandala? Stenberg to play the lead. So sorry if I butchered that name. Uh, Second of all, oh, I'm off my game tonight. Uh, As reported earlier, we now have confirmation that Marvel's The Eternals will debut on Disney Plus on January 12th. We are beginning to learn some of the plot elements of the long-advertised Avatar sequels. They will follow the Sully family with the second movie focusing on the ramifications of the return of RDA mining. The setting is also changing from the previous jungle setting to an ocean reef. Interesting. And um, 
Next up, due to the new Spider-Man movie being a joint venture with Disney and Sony, it will stream on Stars first, delaying its release to Disney Plus until later next year at the earliest. Wah, wah. Oh well. Um, and last but certainly not least, uh, the Disney Plus series "Diary of a Future President" has been canceled <sighs> after two seasons, joining Turner and Hooch in the. That was a series pile of shows. So, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. all right, Derek, back to you. Yeah, and I cannot begin to tell you guys how sorry I am. We're going to have to delay watching this next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> we know how much he loves Spider-Man and Marvel in general. Well, just the fact that this is going to be a movie that I'm going to have to watch like four or five movies to have any clue of what's going on. So... Pete, you're and, still on and mute. And, and this could be a real <laughs> short show because Pete's still on mute. So. <laughs> yeah, too much beer. <laughs> birthday, birthday drinks for Pete. I was say, it's your birthday. You're allowed. <laughs> so this week we've had Hawkeye episode four has been out. <sighs> and what's that, Kate? You haven't loved something Marvel? <sighs> Pete... And I'm 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 going to go over to you, Pete. No, we're not luck. We're not lucky enough that Hawkeye would also go to the moon. So, <laughs> um, Pete is Hawkeye's time running out. Is it's are things starting to run short on this series? It is not for me. I I'm really enjoying the series. I like that it's um, a little lower stakes than most of the Marvel series. I like that it's a lot more humor. Than most of the Marvel series. Now there was some seriousness in this episode four, but there were still moments of moments of humor within the episode. Um, like with the big fight at the end and, and um, Kate slides across the, the rope and she like gets stuck in the middle. Um, <laughs> she's like, I've done that in video games too. <laughs> um, but I uh, know I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, I do say like, it seems like six episodes is probably just about right that, you know, I want to see it start kind of coming to a conclusion. Um, they finally threw in uh, Elena in this episode, but we really don't know. Too, we, we know more from black widow about why she's there than anything in this, ep- in, in this show. Cause they haven't really talked about it, but um yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm enjoying it and um you know it's it's not it's not my number one Marvel show for this for the year but um I I'm enjoying it. What about you Rebecca? What do you think? So I think that we were all a little what's the word blessed with WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier being one season through and through beginning to end that now that Loki and this one obviously are going to have multiple seasons, it seems like we are running out of time, even though they've probably prepared for all of us to watch these seasons go by and it not just be a one and done like the first two Marvel TV series that we watched. So for me, it's not running out of time. I love Clint Barton. I think that his, you know, family, what is the word I'm looking for? I guess honor and, you know, just him being such a family man is brings some more humanity into the Marvel series. You know, we always see a lot of the characters that have no family, no friends, no love, like, you know, they're just them as themselves and him being so attached to his family and to the relationships that he has 
brings it a certain type of warmth to the show that a lot of the other Marvel characters have lacked, I think. Um, I'm agreeing with Ryan here. Kate, to me, is not my favorite character. She's not my favorite soon-to-be Avenger. Um, that Kate. Yeah, not this Kate. Kate. This Kate's wonderful. The one in this show is just a, is just not my cup of tea. Um, I understand that she's important and needs to be in the show to kind of set off that that fifth phase of the MCU. But it's just it's that's the only thing I think. Watching this next week, he's obviously not going to make it home to Christmas. We're going to be on some cliffhangers. So the second season. Um, all right. I don't know if you're agreeing with me or if you're like, no, you're dumb. But anyway. I don't. I don't think. I think he's going to make it home. He's going to make it home for Christmas. Yeah. To me, that's the. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess we we have a second question. We can talk about those yeah. things. Yeah, but so. um, Sam, what do you think? I'm with you, Rebecca, on pretty much everything. I feel like I'm really. I've really enjoyed this series. Um, I would say the fourth episode was my least favorite of the four episodes because it was more serious. The The first three episodes had a ton of humor, as Pete pointed out, and, I, and I'm and i a big fan of Marvel humor and mixing that in with the uh, adventurous stuff and the fighting. This episode to me was just a little, just a hair too serious um, for itself. It took itself too seriously. Um, but the and I would I would say I want more. I actually like the Kate as a character. I think she's fun and funny and silly. Not you, Kate. I love you, of course. But I'm talking about the future uh, Miss Hawkeye. This is fun. <laughs> but anyway, the character Kate, I, I actually really like. I love Pizza Dog, of course. The one thing I really am having a little bit of trouble with is there's there's too many plots going on right now. Um, and I will, we will talk about the next question. I won't, I won't preview my answer to the next question that we're going to be talking about, but there's just too many things to figure out how to resolve right now. Like we don't know about what's going on with the watch. We still have like Kingpin in the background. We still have Maya. We just got Yelena reintroduced into this series. Like there's too many plots going on that I don't know how they're going to resolve anything by the next episode, which is, I think, what Rebecca was talking about. It's really hard to see how everything gets resolved in, you know, oh, sorry, two more episodes. But it's still, that's a lot to resolve. So we know that there's got to be another season coming and um, more stuff will be resolved either in that or in some of the movies that are coming too. So that I think this is going to tie in to some of these upcoming movies as well. I know that Derek doesn't like this series by all of his body language, but I'm going to pass it. I know you liked some of the humor, but I'm going to pass it to Derek so he can tell us if he thinks Hawkeye's time is running out. Uh, uh, yes. And the clock needs to move faster. Um, <laughs> This is the first one that felt like it was trying too hard to be a Marvel show. The the humor was gone that I loved. The lightheartedness that was help, starting to draw me in was not available. It's one of those they realized about 15 minutes into the episode, oh shoot, we only have two episodes left. How are we going to get this done? So it's I, I noticed a very distinct change once they left her apartment, the apartment that before it's like that was shot first and then the first and the end were written by two other people interesting point on yelena though i read an interview today where the writers of hawkeye had no idea what was going to happen on the end credit scene in black widow they had no idea they just brought her in because they felt she fit in the story 
they didn't know that she was out for a hit on um on Clint at all. Um now we gotta know that episode five is probably gonna throw us the bad guy at the end. They did in WandaVision, they did in Loki, they did at you know the next to last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're probably gonna throw us the bad guy who the real bad guy is at the Wait, end. But, of episode but, five. You're skip- but you're skipping no, 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 I'm just saying that's probably coming. Okay, I'm who I think it is at all. I wouldn't skip her. The other on the show, I'll show you who the real villain is. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's Gina behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to take Derek off. Hey, Gina, take Derek off. <laughs> but um, I don't know. For me, it, this is one of those. This was a made for TV special to introduce all the new characters and all the new shows. Um, I will say I agree with uh, Gina, though. Clint's not going to be in a season two. Um, <laughs> yeah, Clint's not going to be in a season two. I think it's going to trans- transition straight to um, Kate as the new Hawkeye. So, Kate, are you are you team Pete and Derek or are you team Sam and Rebecca? I'm team confused, Kate. <laughs> That is what team I am. Hashtag confused Kate. Hashtag confused Kate. I don't know why this show, because I do pay attention while I'm watching it. I am paying attention. I had literally nothing to do except sit on an airplane and watch this show. But I talked to Ryan, who's watching, and I was like, well, I think this person might be the bad guy. And he was like, Kate, we figured that out in the first episode. Like, and I'm like, how did I miss that? And so I, I actually do like the character of Kate because she makes me laugh. That is why I like her because I'm all about that Marvel humor, but not as bad as Loki, but I am just having trouble following this show. I feel like I'm missing things and I don't know how I keep missing things, but that's the only reason why I'm like, I don't think I like this show as much only because I'm just having a really hard time following it. So. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's both like, there's both a lot of plot and not much plot at the same time. Cause it's, cause yeah. it's basically yeah. like a bunch of people are after Hawkeye, but, yeah. and then there's, we, there's, there's all these villains and we don't really know any of their motivations yet. Really? I, I, yeah. So and maybe echo. Yeah. And that, and that's a great transition into Sam. Who is the real villain in this show? This is so hard because there are so many villains right now that we know of, right? We we know of, if I can list them off the top of my head, we've got Maya. We've got the tracksuit mafia who is kind of under her or next to her or part of that she's a part of. We've got Jack, the, the soon-to-be stepfather. We've got um, Kingpin, who we think is running the tracksuit mafia um, in the background. Um, we've got Yelena, who's being controlled by Val. She could be a, you know, a villain. Um, and then we've got the super secret potential villain, which is the mom, right? We think the mom could be the villain. So, th- yeah, so Derek's been counting for me. That's six. I-, I think that's it, 
for for the <laughs> the villains. Maybe there's somebody else we haven't met yet, and the next we'll meet in the next two episodes. Um, I think the sort of the boss I actually think is going to be the mom. I know we don't know that yet, but I I think um, I think she's the boss, um, or Kingpin is the the the, the boss. Um, I don't think it's Jack. I don't think it's you know the tracksuit mafia are clearly underlings. So I don't think Ma- Maya's the one in charge. I don't think Yelena's really a villain. I think she's she's sort of a you know she's being misled by by Val um, about Clint Barton being responsible or being uh, having murdered Natasha um, Romanoff. So yeah, sorry. All that to say is a long story, but basically, I think it's the mom. Uh, I think she's going to be the big baddie. Derek, what do you think? Um, And to to bring up the point of Yelena, she's not going to be the big villain because they made too big of a point out of the Clint's best shot is the one he never took. And Kate didn't take the shot on Yelena. So there's got to be, there's going to be some kind of um, coordination with them. Um, Guys, who isn't the villain at this point? Um, I trust Kate. I trust Hawkeye. And I trust Hawkeye's family. That's it. Um, I loved It's so interesting. In the comics, his wife is Mockingbird, who is a hero. And that has kind of brought into play as far as Clint's wife is Mockingbird. So is it her watch? Because all of a sudden she knows a lot about it and was able to get the research really quick. I've heard where it could be, Kate. Steve's watch, the friend who is no longer really in the hero business, could be Steve. Nick Fury is not really on the planet. Any Nick Fury on the planet right now is a um, scroll. So it could be Nick Fury's watch. Wait, can we just call up Ryan's comment right now? Because this goes into your list. You have somebody who you forgot, Derek. Yes. Yeah. Ryan trusts pizza dog. We all trust Ryan. Him. You I stole my comment. <laughs> um, we've met Bombshell this week. One of the LARPers. She's a character in the comics. She was actually an assassin who was hired to kill Hawkeye. But yet she's the cop that got him all the arrows back. Um, there's another LARPer that has a role in I think the 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 guy he fought in the first one actually has a role within the comics. Um honestly I don't think Hawkeye's oh. Hawkeye's exploding arrows and he got them back wouldn't they destroy? So how does he get them back if they're explosive air yeah. Um I said there's a great possibility Kate and I discussed earlier and it's already been talked a little bit but Kate who's your main villain? Yeah. And I didn't help that at all, did I, Kate? Muted. And and she's muted. So it's going around tonight, the guys. The mom. <laughs> and I can't tell you why. Here is here is why. Is when she picked up the phone and made the phone call and she's like, bro, we got a problem. And I don't even remember who she was talking to. And she probably know. didn't say bro, but and that was when I said I think she might be the villain. And that's like, and, and that's what Ryan said. We figured that out on episode one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, I think the mom is like bad. And he goes, 
Yeah, and she's she killed somebody, mom. and I was yeah. like, "Well, how did I miss and or forget that?" Well, anyway, I, I, yeah, Pete, I think you go. I think they're so setting up. They're so showing that Jake, the the stepdad or future stepdad, is yeah. the bad guy. That I don't think. I mean, not saying that he's a good guy, but I don't think he's the main bad guy. I think I think they're telegraphing that way too much um, for that to be. I I also have thought almost since the beginning that that the mom is somehow in it. Obviously, she doesn't want to hurt Kate, though. I don't think I don't think that's the case, but I do think she's probably behind the watch that we don't know what the watch is about. I guess I'm assuming it's like Tony Stark's watch and it's like one of those things where like you turn the dial and you put on the Iron Man suit or something. I don't know. Except for Clint's comment that it belongs to a friend who's no longer in the business. So Tony's not in the business. He's dead. Well, but why would it matter if it, I mean, I know, I know what you're saying. Um, Yeah. And I thought I actually, what I, one of the things I kind of liked and you talk about, you know, someone you trust, like we've known Clint's wife in for a number of movies. I mean, she's always had a very small part, but this was the first time we really had any indication that she's involved in the things that go on. Let's call let's say involved with shield. So it does appear that she's maybe also a former shield agent. Um, so that that'll be interesting to see how that wraps up. I know you talked about, I mean, I've, I've seen that online too. her being mockingbird, um, I don't ne- necessarily think they're going to do that, but I, I definitely think she's involved as far as the big bad. I still think we're going to see Kingpin, Kingpin come in before the end of the series uh, as the, the biggest bad. I don't, but I don't, I don't know how they're going to wrap all this up is said. It seems like they've got a lot going on and only two episodes to wrap it up. I don't know for sure that there's a season two. I, I, kind of agree with Rebecca though that it feels like they're they can't wrap up all the loose ends almost but I I just don't see necessarily um uh Jeremy Renner coming back but mm-hmm. I still say he's going to end up home for Christmas by yes. the end of the, the end of the last episode Pete, Pete quick question on one of your answers do you think Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be the kingpin that we see yes that's going to be that will be awesome that's what I'm hoping for and I, I think Daredevil I, I think, will also show up. What? Daredevil? I, Daredevil will also be showing up. I'm not, I don't know if he's I'm not be completely in this sure if we're going to see him. Yeah. But uh, I, th- I think we'll at least, like, we might see Vincent D'Onofrio for, like, 15 seconds. But I think we're going to mm-hmm. see him. I think we'll get one scene with him. What about you, Rebecca? What do you think's going to happen? It was Agatha all along. <laughs> <laughs> that was so well played. Oh, I love Thank it. you. I totally love that. I, <laughs> obviously, it's not. I mean, there's nothing really substantial that I could add to the conversation that's already been had. That's kind of like the one negative part about going last on this show is we all are very similar on the things that we we talk about and we know and we do our research so it's like hard to bring up any new or interesting points um i will i i'm obviously team mom um i think that they played the jack part so heavily to distract us from the fact that it's the mom um and we kind of got a little bit of a heartwarming sensation when kate was watching them dance in the uh, living room and you know and she was staring at him and actually smiling and stuff and so you know 
he's going to be a, a pl- basically a part in this family and has no idea what's going on. Mom killed the uncle to get the inheritance and, you know, that he has nothing to do with that, has no idea, is just a heartbroken nephew, right? Um, and then I think there's probably a hierarchy. So mom, or Kingpin answers to mom and the jack or the tracksuits answer to Kingpin and then so does Maya and all everything with that. So there Maya's on her own mission. We know that she's doing things that Kingpin does not, if that's who she answers to. Whoever she answers to does not want to follow the same mission that she's doing. Um and we know that from who's the guy that she is really close with. Kazi. Yeah. So Kazi was saying, I don't even think it was in this episode, but the third one where he had said he wouldn't like this. What are you doing? And she snapped and was like, well, who's in charge here? You know, you you listen to me and stuff. So she's doing something because her father was killed by Ronan and, and, and all that. Um, pizza dog may, may be the, the villain. <laughs> How do you lose the eye? I never thought of that. How did he lose the eye? Nobody he knows. could be oh like God. the cat in Captain could Marvel. Could he the dog right? be Nick Fury? Nick in Fury. Comics? Yes. <laughs> yes. So I do think that somebody out there is the scroll, or some there is somebody out there who a scroll is pretending to be only because they also said the watch is protecting someone's identity. Yeah. So that person is alive and on Earth trying to pretend to be somebody else, and I think that that is where that all kind of ties in together. So, yeah. by the way, if people are interested in, and this is for the audience, but also for you guys, but if people are interested in like the deep cuts on the comic book references and the Easter eggs, um, Sean Keen on CNET.com does an, a recap article every week. And he does those deep cuts into the, the comic book stuff and where they're, you know, he's the one, um, or he was, I had read uh, something that Derek had commented on bombshell that reference. I would not have caught that reference. There's a bunch of really interesting Easter eggs that he, he seems to write about. I don't know if he's just a comic book nerd, but regardless, his articles every week are really good. And that's part of the research that, you know, Rebecca was talking about that those of us in the platoon tend to do before these episodes. Yeah. Something I also, I've mentioned him before, but the YouTube channel, new rock stars does three episodes every every episode of the show so they'll do three videos one that is a reaction with main questions like this kind of like a live show that we do they also do an easter eggs scene by scene uh for each of the episodes and then another one where they they break down just only watch them after you've watched us right platoon Team Pizza Dog. All right, Kate. All right, confused um, Kate. <laughs> I will say, as far as the mom, and kind of goes into some of the research in the comics, the mom is most definitely a bad guy. Ooh, yeah, I the didn't mom um, works and fights against Kate's new. Kate goes over what's known as the West Coast Avengers, hmm. and she fights her mom. And her mom dies, then comes back, then betrays her. And so, I mean, it's just (laughs) mom is mom is a baddie in the comics. Um, Ed says it's a complex plot with a complex villain formula. Which one? That's the trend with streaming series. They need feel they feel they need 
to keep things complex in order to not talk down to the audience. Got, I would argue WandaVision, in that case, definitely talked down to all of us. And I think it's been just about our favorite. So. WandaVision yeah, I think- was a, a whole different level. The, yeah. WandaVision was... It, I think part of the reason we all loved WandaVision so much is because it wasn't as in your face, Marvel. It it brought back so much nostalgia and it was it was totally different. Well, and the Easter eggs were more about nods to TV, you know, old TV shows and stuff like that. So it was it was different. There were some deep cut um comic book nods too, but there were a lot of other, you know, a lot of other nods, a lot of other Easter eggs that were fun to watch and obviously yeah. visually it was very different. I think too yeah. the the relationship between Wanda and Vision, it it is a different type of of watching this. So we saw the bromance with, you know, the oh my gosh, Falcon Walk and Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yes, sorry, we saw the bromance there. Loki was a lone soldier until he finds Evie it's and all this stuff and himself or whatever. Whatever that is. Um, and so just seeing their love and knowing how pure it was from the movies to transitioning into this into the show, I think it it was completely on its own in a in a whole new world. So well, I think I think one of the big flaws of this show actually is that too many too many villains. Um, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier did a little bit of that too, but um this show, it's as I said, it's fairly simple. It's just it's mostly about these two characters. Then there's like all these villains being thrown at it, and it, it feels unnecessary so far. And maybe we'll see how it wraps up. It'll it'll they'll but I, I worry that they're gonna leave some things hanging. I don't know. I think maybe, that that's maybe, why maybe they're all on maybe they're all in league together. I don't know. That's why I was saying I think it's all a hierarchy. Like they're yeah all going up to the same person who is the mom who runs, you know, she's this major icon in her city that, that knows everybody, right. She's this rich lady. And I think that that's, they'll eventually bring her in and, you know, expose her truce. And then she'll have one of those big moments where she talks about everything she's done and all of this stuff. I don't want you getting involved because I'm also involved. And and yeah. To quote, they'll start monologuing, but anyway, um, so now, does that mean mom is the one that has ultimately hired Yelena? Do you think it's gone that far? Do you think that's totally unrelated? I, I think I, unrelated. I'm asking, and I'm asking unrelated. on this one. I, Me? Uh-huh. Unrelated. unrelated. Okay. Unrelated. I agree. She's under vow. I, She's not and, under. And I, and, and I would agree, too. I just... With the comment that mom's over all of it, I didn't know if you included Yelena on that or well, not. The only reason she's unrelated is because she was from a, like, we saw who she is reporting to. We see yeah. who, you know, is calling her out to do, to do the yeah. mission. It just happens to fall into this. Everyone else that we've, that we've mentioned as villains in this series has come from this show or has, right. you know, been okay. brought in here. So. Okay. Okay, so we have two episodes of Hawkeye left. We will do one next week, and then we will have the finale on, fittingly, uh, Christmas Eve. No, the 23rd. 20, 22nd. No, no, no that's, yeah. the week, that's the week after. No, the finale is the 22nd. The 20, next week, the next week's the 21st. Oh, the finale is on the 22nd, yeah. The finale is on the 22nd. 
Oh, but we the show we won't talk about it till after. We'll talk about the Okay, I would like. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Also, this yeah, Kate just nod and smile, Kate. Okay. Also, this week, we were rec- suggested a diamond in the rough entitled The Rescue. And I'm going to bring in the friend of the show who recommended it, Vicky. Vicky, glad to see you with us this evening. Hey, platooners. I like to call you guys PP. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we love it. I knew Vicky, I liked you. not helping. I knew I liked you. And I'm going to say hi, fellow DVC newscaster. thanks for joining us today vicky yeah thanks for having me everyone so the rescue pete not the rescuers oh or the rescuers (laughs) down under oh yeah he's gonna go watch it real quick um it focused on the 2018 uh cave rescue of the thailand soccer team that was all over the news so Vicky, I think I know how you're going to start this, but I'm going to start it with you. Did it sink or did it swim? How was the show? Um, For me, it swam, if we're going to use that cute language. So, like, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. It was really long, like a whole movie, like an hour and a half, which I liked because it took its time and didn't rush it. And you really feel like they covered everything. So just that quality to me was like a big deal about it. Everyone knows, like you said, it's not a spoiler. Everyone knows the resolution of it um, and all the pieces. But it was despite that, you know, it was very compelling because that's, I think, a hallmark of a a good production where, you know, the ending, but you it's still captivating, like every step of the way through. And that the time they took for you to care about each person, their own personal stories. I thought that was just so good. Okay. Um, for me, I would say it 85, 90% swam. Um, <laughs> the reenactments were very well done, which mm-hmm. if you guys didn't realize it, anything that was them in the cave swimming was a reenactment. So, yes. Yeah. I didn't uh-huh. know that. <laughs> yeah. Now it was done with the same people from the story. Uh-huh. Amazing, anything right? that was in the cave with them swimming was 100% a reenactment. Wow. There was one not the, shot not the footage of, of the kids. Well, the footage, the footage where they drugged the kids was a reenactment. Yeah. Really? Not, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not the, not the footage of the kids where he pulls up the camera and you sedated, see sedated, not drugs, yeah. sedated. sedated. Let's <laughs> calm down. <laughs> yeah. And whatever. Tomato, right. tomato. Them sitting in the cave on that on that ledge. That kind of was thing. real. That was the real. But then, but and then anything out. The, Anything outside the cave, right? Was but then real. being put into the wetsuits and sedated, mm-hmm. and then in the water—that I didn't. Wow, I didn't know that they did an excellent job reenacting that, yeah. and pretending to be sedated, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't. How my what, what was the fifteen percent that you didn't like about it? Um, it got long. It oh, got okay. Long. I liked it. It got no. really, really long. Um, to me, it could have been an hour. Um, mm, no, I disagree. But um, lots of shaking heads. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I I mean I enjoyed it, but it just ran a little long for me. Kate, uh, this could be one of my favorite things that we've watched. 
I literally, Vicky, I am so grateful that you recommended this. And and I make no secret of the fact of how much I love documentaries, but they have to be good. They have to be mm-hmm. good documentaries. Like if somebody, uh, uh, what was the one we, uh, Jane, is that what we watched? Where I, it didn't. Yeah. I you know, like, I was actually sad that this ended as quickly as it did. I was riveted. And I remember this happening. I remember this event happening. And I remember back in, I think it was 2000. I don't remember when the Chilean miners were Mm -hmm. um, and they got them out. Mm -hmm. I remember both of these events happening. um, And I fascinated fascinated there is if if you haven't watched for those of you listening or following along if you haven't watched this there is zero reason zero like zero percent chance that they should have been able to find these children and rescue them safely the fact that listen i will try to keep this brief because i could talk about this documentary for hours i am fascinated by it um the fact that the two divers who basically made it work weren't even professional. They were, it was a hobby for them. This was something that they did for fun, um, watching how they had to communicate with the Thai government and with, you know, you had people from China and, and America and Belgium and the UK and, and people not even speaking the same language. Like it shows at the beginning where one of the, they're like, no, you, the, the Thai Navy SEALs are like, you cannot go in the cave. And one of the divers, literally you see him saying, you understand there are children in there. Like, um, and it, it just, and watching how faith, played such a factor in it for the Thai people and how the parents were like, they had these bracelets that, and I am going to use the incorrect word here. So please forgive me. I'm, I'm going to call him a shaman. I don't remember what the, the deity, the, the holy deity that the Thai people um, believed. And the story with the, with the princess and the father and how, you know, they believe that this deity was the father reincarnated and that he had never made peace. Um, oh my gosh. I, I mean, I could sit and talk about this documentary for so, hours. So you're saying I, you liked it? It was so good. <laughs> the only, the only, and you know what? I'm actually going to save that for a pixie dust. Um, uh, it's so good. So good. So good. Vicky, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for recommending this because I will probably watch it again over Christmas with my mom because I know my mom will really enjoy it. So we're probably tear jerker. Tear jerker. So good. It's and just it helped knowing that there's a happy ending. Mm -hmm. Like if if we were watching a documentary about the Challenger where you know it's not a happy ending mm-hmm. or like the Titanic where it's like, this is not going to end well for anyone. Um, but the fact that you know it's a happy ending and and watching it, you, you know, you know it's a happy ending. And yet you're still like, how are they going to pull this off? How are they going to pull this off? So I'm going to shut up because I could talk about this for actual hours. Pete, you go. <laughs> um. So I'm probably closer to Derek than to 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 Kate's uh, 
level of enthusiasm as I really enjoyed it a lot. I found it fascinating. I thought especially the, the, the portion of the, the last half hour or so when they're actually getting the kids out, I thought they managed to make it feel truly the, the word I thought of at the time was harrowing. Mm-hmm. It was really like a, very suspenseful. And to do that when, again, you know, you know, it's going to work, but the the way they portrayed it, I really enjoyed it. The issue I had with it was kind of the reenactments because as, as I was watching it early on, I'm, I'm watching certain things. I'm going, there's no way they had, they were filming that when that, when <laughs> right. that, was, when that was going on. There's no way they were filming that. And <laughs> So like I was, I was with, I didn't realize that as I was watching it, you know, for certain that they'd reenacted it, I would have been, I would have liked them to have been more upfront with that. Um, Mm. If you watch the end credits right at the very end, there was like a little blurb at the bottom that said some of the things were reenacted with the original participants, you know? Um, But I would have, I wish they had done that upfront because I found it a little distracting that like, clearly to me anyways clearly they were faking things to 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 and i wish they just said hey some of these scenes are reenacted and then it wouldn't have distracted me but otherwise it was a great documentary um and i won't talk as long as kate so rebecca for me it was like michael phelps winning his like 15th gold medal swam it was freaking amazing and i mean like I usually where you were going with that. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I'm here for that. An amazing thing, like winning a. I don't know. Sorry, maybe I should have used a different one. Um, But anyway, it was to me amazing. Um, I didn't remember how the ending happened. Um, I in my mind, I was like, I feel like. I would have known if they didn't make it like that. I would have remembered. So I felt confident like watching it. Um, And I usually with this stuff that is not outside of my interest, I usually put on in the background and Willie and I would just like listen to it and not really pay attention, just have enough to talk about it. But we're both like sitting there watching it happen, like glued to the television. It was so, so good. And we, died i mean just so heartbroken when the one diver was talking to his wife and he said and i rambled for 10 minutes on the Mm -hmm. phone with her talking about everything and she broke down in tears and told me that my father had passed away on the same day and i was like what the f like really like it's just like man you know you 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 look at those people and i'm I'm so amazed and i was honored to see how they were honored afterwards with meeting mm-hmm. the queen I like that. and prince mm-hmm. harry and getting all those awards and those fascination and the applause at the airport and just everything for people who just did this for fun you know grabbed a team of people who are just excellent at their craft who were at first kind of like ridiculed by the thai seals like you don't know what you're doing you know, we've trained for this stuff and you know and they're like okay um I, I'd say, Pete, with you, I didn't know it was a reenactment, but in my mind, I'm like, how do they have the camera <laughs> angle there? I'm saying, there's two people. I wasn't really fine going back and forth recording this. Whole, this one person's been in the water for 10 hours. Like, they need to get out. And I, it was amazing. I hated, though, seeing 
even though it was a reenact, I mean, now knowing, I didn't know then, but seeing the kids with their hands tied behind their back and like being put, I, I can't, my heart just went out and there for them to, to never lose their, their happiness and their, their faith, like we've talked about and just every, you know, they were so proud and, and just so, so happy. They had a great spirit about them through the entire thing, knowing that, you know, their people would get them out. So it was, it was really incredible and, and loved, 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 loved it. So same. So I'm similar to Rebecca in that I, but I remembered the outcome. I remembered that the boys, you know, were rescued, but I didn't remember the story of exactly how they were rescued. Um, I didn't remember about the sedation and that they swam them out. I was actually a little bit confusing it with the Chilean miners where they actually dug and drilled Mm -hmm. and and lifted them out. And so I was, I did not remember the, you know, the, the rescue story, except obviously the ending. But I have to say, you know, there are some movies and some stories that just move you in a way that I don't know that that very little, you know, can. And this story and this movie just totally moved me. I mean, uh, I'm a mom and I was bawling. I'm a, a mom of an eight-year-old boy. Yeah. Um, and this, I, I was bawling on and off throughout this movie mm-hmm. in, in a good way, in a sad way, in a, when the boys were even just being sedated. I mean, just all of it. It was, um, but the, to me, the, the, the story of humanity coming together, the story of, you know, ingenuity, of bravery, of heroism, um, of survival, all of these themes that came out in this movie are what I want our world to look like. And so it was, to me, nothing short of incredible. I mean, the, the, what happened was incredible. The documenting of it was incredible. You know, I did not, I, I knew it was, it seemed weird to me. <laughs> Like, like it did to Rebecca about the, that there would be a camera person there. But then I was like, oh, forget about it. Just watch the documentary, right? Like, so I didn't let myself really like go down the rabbit hole of thinking about why that was happening. I didn't really realize it was a, was a reenactment, but it totally makes sense to me. But to me, it didn't take away anything from the movie at all. So, mm-hmm. um, I, it, I wouldn't have been upset if they had a warning at the beginning, just telling people that, but it, it, it didn't bother me that they didn't either. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. I, I don't, I can't say anything more than I, I loved it. And thank you, Vicki. I have, I, I am forever grateful to you for having me watch this movie. I have now recommended it to thousands of lawyer mom friends. Facebook <laughs> that I'm in <laughs> Because I, feel like it's I feel like everybody should watch this mm-hmm. and it was only a hundred or one hour and 47 minutes okay that's including all of the credits mm-hmm. so it was not too long Derek you're just wrong so sit there and be wrong in your wrongness <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree that we really do appreciate Vicky recommending this because I think we Definitely. all really in like was we're glad to experience the movie so yeah. I was watching as I was watching it I in the the camera angles thing will just be so funny. I think it's not a fun. None of the documentary was funny, but re, I can't believe that I literally never thought maybe this is not the live footage. <laughs> like in my mind, I was like, they recorded it. I, I was set. I thought maybe I convinced myself it was GoPros like attached to things. Me too. At some point, so I guess that's, that's what why I thought it. For me. 
Yeah, but, I thought that at first, but then some of the shots, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> too clear, too clear. Yeah. And the other thing <laughs> was, when, as we were watching it about halfway through, when they were like, how do we get these kids out? My instant thought was sedate them. Really? Make a, yeah, like Smart I was like, make a, make a contraption. That I had no idea. Actually, I had forgotten. Up to that angle so their mm-hmm. airway is open. I was like, just put them unconscious. I've seen scuba masks where it goes over their whole face. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about how they breathe in. But I was like, just just knock them out and pull them out. So I was proud of myself. I'm a nice. doctor now. Nice. <laughs> um, Willie says he was enthralled, couldn't look away. Thanks for recommending this, Vicky. Yeah. Um, Gina said the only thing she had an issue with was the subtitles. She likes to listen to documentaries and do work in the background, so the reading didn't help her. Um, Ryan says, dang, I need to watch this. Yeah, yeah. Ryan. I mean, yeah. Get on uh, it. You said it was amazing how many things had to go right. Totally. Like, it was a team effort. That was a yeah. big part of it. Yeah. Uh, Willie said he loved the underdog component. All the diner, all the divers shared how they were bullied and how their crazy weekend hobby turned into a life-saving skill. The doctor probably said it best when he said, picked last for the cricket team, but first for the cave diving team. Total. I love tears. And and this is the last thing I'm going to add. Last thing I promise for this. Um, When the divers found the kids initially, and he just kept saying, believe. Mm -hmm. Believe. Tears. Goosebumps. (laughs) Because he knew. I think there was only one of them that spoke English. Yes. One of the kids. Yeah. But only a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit. And he just wanted them to see, I am real. This is real. Believe. And that just, it was like, how many times in our lives do we just need to hear the words believe? So (laughs) just like in Ted Lasso. (laughs) Also a great one. Yeah. Also a great show, but not on Disney Plus. (laughs) Right. Last, last, last thing. I didn't even know that they had four other people that they found there. That was so funny. Like not right. They had no idea that they were missing. Like I was like, cave, yeah, this is I crazy, was like, like crazy. What? And they so, only, and they, I, I think, yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so as we always do, Vicky, we're going to do our pixie dust rating. And as always, Kate. And it's one to five, it? Vicky. Yeah, it's one, one to five. five. So I am giving this a four. And the only reason, the only reason I am not giving it a five, actually, I'll give it a 4.5. Only reason. I wanted to hear from the kids. Me too. That was that was the only thing I wanted to hear from the kids. And if I couldn't hear from the kids, I wanted to hear from the coach. Mm, I wanted to hear right. from their side. Now, they are still this only happened in 2018. They are still mm. children. Yeah, so, that's probably why. Exactly. I can understand and I'm sure the Thai government was also very but that's the only reason that I am docking it a teeny tiny bit is because I wanted to hear from the kids. And the coach is very much a liability issue. So he's yep. been told to so not talk. To not talk, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's uh, that makes sense. I just, I wanted to hear even just one, just one, one thing from, from their end. Anyway, Pete? Well, well and I, I also think that they were purposefully telling the story from the the diver's point of view kind of Mm -hmm. so i can i can kind of get that but um yeah that would have been nice um i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a four i i really enjoyed it i think i think it's actually good to know the ending (laughs) to Mm -hmm. know that the kids come out alive because if you're if you didn't know that you would be like 
well, these kids are surely going to, some of these kids are going to die. There's mm-hmm. just no way. I would have pulled all my out. hair out if that happened. Yeah. So I, so I think, you know, if you're watching us and you haven't seen it, you can still go and see it. It's very mm-hmm. fascinating um, and well worth watching. Rebecca? 4.75 because the only thing I was watching, I finished watching it today and I fell asleep at one part because it was talking about the diver's history with diving. Mm-hmm. That to me wasn't very important. I know that they were, you know, trying to show like it's just their hobby and like just the thing that they do. They're not like professionals or anything like that. But to me, I wanted it to be like it started out just about the rescue and like what is happening. They have these people they're bringing in. Then they started talking about like, the stuff that they do for diving and they have these different contraptions and how they, I don't know. It's, it's not perfect. I'm sorry. That's pretty good. (laughs) I am going to do something. I don't think I've ever done on this show, but Derek will correct me if I'm wrong. I am giving this movie a five. Wow. Perfection. uh, Despite the little bits of criticisms that you have all had. uh, You gave the Avengers a five. Okay, so I I am dismissing all of your level. Yeah, this is Avenger <laughs> level. I am just and and I am dismissing all of your little criticisms because despite those criticisms that you may have, this was so good and so powerful. I I wouldn't change a thing. Would I want to hear more from these kids? Absolutely. Would I want to hear more about what happened to some of these divers on other you know cave dives or or things that happened after? Sure, but this documentary was perfection. Vicky, what do you give it? I'm, I'm, I'm actually a really tough critic. So to me, you know, you watch something, you're like, that's really good. Right. But then you really start to think back and this is probably the best documentary I've ever seen. Like time wise, how they pick to tell the story, you know, they've got so many angles. And so they're like, you know what, let's go with the divers. No, but it works. Right. Mm -hmm. And it inspires teamwork and, have going for your passion, even though it's like, you're not picked for the cricket team, you know, like so many things. Um, and the mysticism, like you said, it's just like different cultures, everything. So of course it's a five. Like see that for me. Um, for me, I, Vicky, I will say, I'm an even tougher critic than you are. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Mainly because I like it. Well, I that's won't watch good it for again. Him. Oh, okay. Watchability. Okay. Um, And it's not as good as the boys. To me, the boys is the best thing we've seen on here so far. Wow. The one about the Sherman brothers. Yeah. Yeah. To Mm. me, that was, to me, that, because (laughs) to me, knowing the end, this didn't, I may have me. I'm glad he glitched out for that. Yeah. I I may have a heart of stone, but this doesn't move me. So I I wasn't moved at all at this. You have a heart of stone. I do want to add one thing, especially if you haven't watched it yet, is while the divers are the heroes of it, the two specifically, Mm -hmm. the two British guys, they gave up. Yeah. I love that, though. They gave up. They said this cannot be done. And they asked to fly home. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember if it was the American or if it was the Belgium guy, I don't remember who it was that said, okay, but like, what if there was like a, like everybody else yeah. <laughs> going like what? So 
I like that they showed that, that they showed that even the guys who did it mm-hmm. were like, didn't think it was possible. Yeah. No, and, and he even admitted, he said, I, I, I still cannot believe that I allowed myself to, yeah. this, and I could talk about this documentary. Totally. Cause it was engineering because they could do the less, like lessen the water. That's how they were able to move forward. Without that, yeah. none of it would have happened. So right. it's like Those science, Absolutely. you know, so, so many things. They had to science the SHIT out of it, you know? Of course I am. It seems okay. to be going around. Um, Vicky, again, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Next week, we are diving into the vault for our Christmas show, which is Muppet Christmas Carol. And as we have done so far last week, and it's going to be last month, and it's going to become a typical thing, the vault's going to have trivia, guys. We will have Muppet Christmas Carol trivia. So that is next week. Now, in the end of the December... We're going to do the Toonies. We're going to do our year-end awards. What's the best? What's not so great that we've watched so far this year? So, Gina, if you could put up the URL. The URL, there is a Google form that is now live. Tinyurl.com slash 2021 Tuesdays. Voting will be open until December 20. Not Tuesdays. Toonies. Toonies. 2021 Toonies. Voting will be open until midnight on December 27th for what do you guys think is the best and worst of what we've watched so far this year? And it is, except for one category, it is stuff that came out this year. There is a best vault show, but everything else is stuff that's come out or stuff we've at least watched this year. Did the rescue come out this year? Yes. Yes. It just came out in October, so it's actually yeah. not from the vault. Yeah, so that's why. Are we allowed to vote, Derek? The, you are allowed the, to vote once. Everyone can vote years. once. It will ask for your email address, but that's just so we can see who's voting. We will not spam you. We definitely will not sell it because no one at this point would want to buy anything from us. But... <laughs> um it's just going to be so you can get announcements on what other information is. So with that, guys, again, Vicky, thank you. And we will see you next week for I'm up. It's Christmas Carol. Bye, everyone. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel, where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.